0: To a brand new episode of the Creator's Outlet with our special guest tonight, the most epic one, Mike Watson from Freestyle Comics. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. How you doing? Oh,
0: getting by, getting by. Enjoying a couple of burgers and uh and a cup of coffee.
1: Ah, I'm about to figure out what I'm going to be running behind today.
0: So it's it's been a minute since. Since we chatted, and I know you had a lot of campaigns uh, coming and going, and one just wrapped up uh, the other night, the art
1: book. Yes, uh, actually, just uh, actually two hours ago, uh, no, an hour ago, we wrapped up the art of Ryan Robinson fully funded. Thank you to everybody that helped support make that happen. Ryan's first solo art book
0: is going to be available very soon. Very there good. You, go. you had fifty-two <laughs> people jump <laughs> on that, so that's that's pretty good for a first outing.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did almost a thousand over the goal. He's got a lot of commissions from this project. A lot of people are digging his artwork. um, I can't wait to get this turned in and uh, get these books printed and shipped. Nice. And uh, what else is going on?
0: I I saw the campaign for the uh, the customizable FSK card game.
1: Yes, uh, we we also successfully funded that one. Um, That is in building status right now. The The actual FSK cards are all done, but we had several creators jump on the narrative pack where they get to make their own deck uh, focused on their comic books. Um, So we are actually in the process of meeting with each one of them and kind of bringing those down and making them. Um, And there's um, some small tweaks that we want to do to the FSK deck, but we will be shipping on those very shortly as well, too. Awesome. That seems to be the big thing in, like,
0: the last couple of years. Everybody branching out and bringing games in to –
1: you know, enjoy enjoy the IP even further, you know? Yeah, it's been a great crowd pleaser for us at shows. I used to um, go around to conventions um, with Epic 21 a few years ago and uh, kids really enjoy it. I've, I've, it's a great uh, icebreaker to have people over at the table to get them over to talk and stuff and like that, I mean it kind of uh, uh, you know open up uh, to me while we're playing the game and, and selling books and stuff and then um, once I kind of sold out of that current deck um, I've always wanted to Redesign it, bring some new life to it. Get it a, a bit tighter, more concise. And, uh, through one of the internships that we did in the last couple of years, uh, I met uh, one of our interns, Lewis, who is now one of our graphic designers, uh, nice. big-time card gamer. Um, his project for the internship was to work on this card game, um, to sharpen it up, redesign the packaging, redesign the cards, and he did a stellar job on it. Um, I think it looks like, uh, I think it looks like a, a you know, authentic card game, which it is. So uh, very excited to get that out there in the world. Uh, like I said, we're just making some tweaks on the main cards because the cards are all designed. Uh, but some play testing and things like that. Uh, we want to we want to change up a few things before we actually send out those decks. And I'm not going front, um, our directions are good, but we after playing through it more and more and more, we decided we need to give punch up those directions a little bit so we give some uh, more feedback on uh, a couple of different ways to play the game. Cool. Okay.
0: I've got a couple of MD uh, card games here myself. Um, a couple of them that uh, came out through uh, Mondo. Oh, okay, okay. That that we reviewed for the site, and uh, we play tested a uh, couple of different games. Um, I'm kind of like an old school guy too, so I like I like the uh, the RPG stuff you know okay. grew up on on D&D being released and my mother saying I'm not buying you a 50 dollars book uh, and uh it's the uh I saw that it's the 40th anniversary of the Bakshi uh Frank Frazetta Fire and Ice movie. Oh, okay. So they've released a game on Kickstarter for it. Uh uh-huh. um it and it's a dual game, so you can either play it as a tabletop RPG or you can flip it and you can just play it as like a board game.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: So I'm like, I'm, I'm excited for that because I'm like, I'm finally going to have a little Tigra to play with. <laughs> uh, and I've, I've seen like, a you know, a, a, a few other games like that that are like card based, but have like a not a board gameplay mechanic, but like kind of like between board and RPG because it's got like you know cards for certain actions and and tokens where then you can shift yourself around on the in the open space of the actual table. Okay. Okay. So I, I thought that was an interesting mechanic. So, and uh, I know. Uh, Luke Stone's got his own RPG game out for his IP and a, f- a few other people I've been talking to are in the midst of developing their games. And I'm like, this is exciting because now I can, now I can play nothing but nerd
1: games. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I'm, um, That stuff is fun. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited because uh boulders gate three is about to come out. That's a big RPG game. And, um, all the videos have pointed to nothing but greatness for this one as uh, they put a lot of detail into it. Uh, so I'm ready to dive into that world and get lost in it for a little bit. So what's going on on the comic front? On the comic front, uh, we actually uh, we just announced our new uh, comic project uh, that we are doing with five other studios. Uh, it is called Hospice. Uh, it is a shared horror universe. Uh, we are networking with Russell Nolte, Frank Martin, David Byrne, uh, Jamie Primat, and Travis Gibb. I apologize if I pronounced my name wrong. I suck at names. Um, but uh, all very successful uh, creators. Um, and Hospice is, like I said, a shared horror universe. We've each taken a story inside of Hospice, our very own story, that will all coincide and exist. Um, and it's all based off of a hospice that is by the name of Rising Suns Hospice. Uh, you know, in the hospice, people go there to peacefully die. Uh, the only thing with our hospices? it is owned by demons. Demons use this hospice to uh, take those bodies over or do all types of mischievous evil things. And we each were tasked with coming up with a story um, based on that. Our stories could slightly touch on that or our stories could be completely involved just as long as it had some aspect of the hospice in it. Uh, that was the only stipulation. Um, our book is called Concussion. Um, it's about a mixed martial artist who is going to be in for the fight for more than just his life. It's going to be the fight for his soul uh, as he goes up his, against his longtime rival who is possessed by a demon that he does not know. <coughs> so who came up with the idea uh, to originally do something like this? Uh, this is all the brainchild of Travis Gibb. That man is. Uh, yeah, it, it sounds cool like
0: up. it sounds like a Travis I love Cthulhu Gibb uh,
1: anthology almost idea. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he came knocking at the door asking if I wanted to be a part of it. And, uh, uh you know, I love working with Travis, but then you also put all those names with it. And it's like that's an easy answer. Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I've been I've enjoyed his. Uh his Cthulhu stuff that he's done, you know, first, first with Oz and he's working on, working on another one or just wrapping up another one. It was uh,
1: Oz first. Uh, It was Oz, then it was uh, uh, Wonderland and now it's uh, Neverland and uh, they just wrapped that up a couple days.
0: Well, his fairy tale stuff is a lot better than Disney's current fairy tale stuff. So,
1: (laughs) 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 imagination, man. And uh. Travis knows how to put together a creative team, sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember the first one. It was like the first question out of everybody's mouth on every show I saw him on when he started going around with the Oz one. He was like, what possessed you to want to put together all these people with all different stories and picking names out of a hat for what you get to write about? (laughs) Sounded like a fun idea at the time.
1: Sounded like a fun idea at the (laughs) time. Absolutely. I I like the way Travis thinks.
0: So on your own IPs, uh, how many different titles are you guys up to right now?
1: Uh, Right now we're up to 13 titles. Uh, We have just over uh, 30 plus comic books that we've printed and published. Um, After Hospice, we are going to be rolling into... Uh, the Vigilance Trade Kickstarter for Volume 1, celebrating the first four issues of Vigilance, and we got some nice collector's editions for that trade. And um, then we're going to go immediately, we're going to close our year out with Hot Shot, uh, the trade, Volume 3, but we're also going to have Hot Shot number 12, a brand-new issue of the series, out and available. And if I I can get the strength together, I would also like to include Issue 13 on that uh, as well.
0: That's a bit of an undertaking, the trade and two, and two floppy issues.
1: Well, I, I want to close it out. Uh, issues 12 and 13 will be wrapping up our current uh, story arc with Hotshot, uh, which is Unforgiven. Um, that's going to close us out, and then we're going to be going on to some new things. We actually have Travis Gibb, who wrote the 14th issue of Hotshot. So he came over as a guest writer. Uh, very excited to do that story as well. So I want to get that out early next year. Uh, we also have five-star number three that's done. We have uh, Emerald Quest number four that's complete. Um, so we'll be rolling into that and their trade uh, early next year. Um, we're going to try to keep the good times rolling. We were a little backed up this year, um, and um, I want to get back on track. And so far, we have been. And uh, I don't want to, I don't want to leave the audience or public uh, too long without having some type of FSK material every every two to three months. Oh, for sure.
0: Because you put out like so much of
1: Hot Shot already. It's it's been going for, what, like four or five years now? Uh, It's been going longer than that. Uh, It's been just about, uh, you know, 18, 20 years.
0: Because that's when you started working on
1: it. That's when I started working on it. Uh, We rebooted it uh, twice. Uh, And then um, I actually took some time off the comics for like three years. Uh, And then, you know, jumped back into it with a new publisher. Uh, legacy rising publications um, legacy publications and then um, left there and went to short fuse media group and after short fuse Media group just went back at it by myself as freestyle comics on the phone
0: cool yeah I, I actually just uh, I get I get like messages from uh, Tony's uh, one of his favorite artists mr. fish all the time now <laughs> he gives very sage advice for uh for indie creators on a daily basis now so
1: he does he does his uh indie advice is very good very genuine and passionate
0: now what is what are some of the other books because i remember uh last time we talked it was the uh it was a campaign for uh i think like the first two trades a hot shot and you were working on i think issue 11 to come out at the same time
1: yes we were we were able to do that we had issue 11 come out um with that one um then we uh, we went into emerald quest uh i uh, no, vigilance number four uh emerald quest two and three um five star number two green zone one two and three um sourcebook number three um scribble war number one hot shot and friends number one so yeah we we've dropped we've dropped a lot uh so I just want to keep that pattern up I want to keep the consistency of being able to come out with content um, very very enthralled uh by what we have you know sitting in here um, on our back tables for the content we have coming out the story coming out um you know we're in it for the long haul uh issue 24 of Hotshot is already written uh, we've got that already written, so I'm kind of using that as a focal point to make sure that I get to issue 24, um, because it's a, there's some amazing things that happen there, so I've, I've got to get the story to that point, and that will be the start of our first uh, big crossover that will involve all, uh, a majority of all our titles, um, which will come back around and wrap up in Hotshot 25, 25th comic book anniversary of the Hotshot series as a whole. Um, so. Looking forward to it. I mean, we're uh, Danny and I talk a lot. I talk a lot with uh, Veronica and Lori as well about you know the things that we're trying to move forward with and do with Freestyle Comics and how we can improve. And uh, you know, I want to be. I'm actually going to be looking at having another penciler help me do Hot Shot. So we'll be rotating on issues. Uh, like I'll be doing. I'll be finishing up issue 13, and the new penciler will be doing issue 14. And I'll be back for 15. And we're going to try to. Pattern and like that um, to quickly get us up to issue 24 of Hot uh, Shot. Nice.
0: Tell me about the Green Zone. I've, I've seen a lot of that, you know, obviously on Mr. Fish's page, and uh,
1: it looks pretty badass. Oh, it is. Uh, Green Zone is a, uh, is a fantastic book uh, out of the creative mind of Mr. Fishley. Uh, it's Think of it uh, just like kind of our uh, The X Men um, type of thing. Um, but um, very different um, as in this world, we do have uh, mutants in this world who really don't have any powers. They just kind of, they just look very different from everybody else. And they are outcasts. Uh, they're outcasts so much that they are put into the blocks, uh, which is the ghetto in this world or in this city or whatnot. And if they want to have regular lives, if they want to be able to exist with the regular public. They have to commit to five years of service on the police force. Uh, which, you know, would not be too terrible if the police force wasn't super racist against them and uh, no one barely survives the five-year course and we come in, uh, to meet a certain group of characters who are on the verge of completion or just coming in, um, at varying degrees of, 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 completion of this five-year journey and, uh, we get to read through and see how they handle it and if they're going to survive through a lot of great characters, uh, a lot of good relatable grounded material in this book um most of all I, honestly my favorite part about it is the, detail and the artwork and the crisp story of, uh, we'll be we will be selling um fishes a green zone one, two, three, two, three until we're out of copies uh you know fish has actually decided that he wanted to break off and branch off into his own studio um, so his own man can break into a lot of things, which I, I absolutely respect and i appreciate all the success that he can have talent. um so uh looking forward to seeing what he comes up and creates uh so he will also be selling it but we'll, we'll be selling it to where i'm not cool
0: and i remember uh one of our mutual friends uh had started doing coverage last time we talked uh you still have Ren working on covers for you
1: Yes, yes, we do. And um, um, actually, I don't know. I don't think we can announce it yet. Brandon announced exactly what it is, but Brandon will be taking over on one of our comics. He will be the new, one of our new artists on one of our titles that we we'll announced a little bit later on. Um oh, cool. he still knocks out a cover or two for us. And you know, it would be great to see him do some actual pages uh, for FSK. So he'll learn what a deadline is the hard way. Uh, <laughs> Oh no, we got we got pretty loose deadlines around here uh as is. So you know I think it'll be fine.
0: Yeah, you just you just try to get stuff done. Uh so it's in for uh the end of the campaign, you know. <laughs> so you don't have to sweat too much and be like, Oh, we still got twelve more pages to go. <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, we want to do we want to do much better with
0: that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've noticed more and more creators now are are trying to get uh, their books like eighty to ninety percent in the can before they even before they launch, so they have a a, a smoother takeoff and fulfillment,
1: and uh, well, quicker we actually, to
0: launch the next one too. So
1: yeah, we've also looked at our Kickstarter plan, um, Kickstarter campaigns. And um, we we kind of decided to reduce some some of the stuff on it. Um, we get into these kickstarters, and we have a lot of fun with the boards and tiers and things like that that we can put on there. We really really get creative with it. And, you know, we, we always want to make it something special um, for our for our audiences. Um, but uh, the thing that we can do the most special is get them the stuff quickly as possible. Um, so we've been we've been trimming off some of the fat of our campaign so we can get that we can expedite. Um, the process of shipping yeah the uh
0: logistics and everything cuz i remember uh when you were on the last time with the uh the aforementioned uh two volumes of the hotshot trade it it as i was scrolling through it with you it felt like there were like 56 tiers <laughs> <laughs> cuz you had like every it was it was more of a amazon catalog than it was a kickstarter campaign it's like because you had, you know, you had your merch wor- worked in there. You had like all the variants and uh, special covers, and oh yeah, yeah, packs and all kinds of something for everyone.
1: Oh yeah, that, that was absolutely all me, and that, it just so happened that was our biggest campaign. That was our our, our biggest campaign went over eleven thousand uh, oh, dollars. So congratulations, uh, thank. you. Uh, so we were very, very excited about that. We wanted to make sure, we wanted to treat it special. It's been a long time since we dropped a new hotshot issue. We were bringing the trades back. So it, it was a special occasion. Um, but uh, we, we, we've learned our lesson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's a great campaign. I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I going to scale it back. You can still get all the stuff in there and, you know, make less tiers, but you could actually put more in you know more variety in in the add-ons so people can just you know cop blanche whatever they whatever they want out of the secondary
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i mean we people love from from our experience um a lot of people have really enjoyed the variant covers that's been a very popular tier for us and we do kind of go crazy with that we have a lot of artists that we're fans of and we want to get these covers made by them um you know, but we decided that we want to pull back on those covers and really try to make that like a special thing again. Um, so, I mean, normally we have like eight variant covers on there. So we're reducing it back down to like four or five on the number one issues. Um, and, you know, really trying, trying to take consideration with them. It's hard to pick, you know, who to, who to get on these spots. But we've, we've got to set limitations on ourselves so we can make, make more things happen.
0: Make, make more books instead of make more covers. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, now I, I went and looked at fskgo.com because I see it all over your page all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's so that's a direct link to any current like Kickstarter you have going
1: on. Yes, yes. Um, you know, it's it's awesome talking to people and pitching to them and, and telling them about the Kickstarters. And then, um, you know, it's, you know, then you have this long ass Kickstarter link and it's like, uh, I just need something really quick, really short that so people can remember so they can go to that Kickstarter. You know, you want to make it as easy as possible um, for people to be able to support you, to buy your material and things like that. Um, so FSK Go is specifically for all of our Kickstarters.
0: So it's, it's like uh, I, I see a lot of people use the, uh, the tiny IRL. Mm hmm. For it, and this is this is even tinier and branded, so it's even better. Because some of the tiny IRLs uh, are still not that tiny. They're still like you know, twenty characters long, but it's it's still shorter than the seventeen lines that when you go to copy and paste a Kickstarter.
1: Absolutely, I don't I don't want there to be any issues with people finding the website, finding the Kickstarter. You know, the goal is to generate as much activity as you can on that page. Um, I think FSK Go is pretty simple.
0: And I know you guys have been doing uh, convention after convention after convention. So yeah. How's, how's that been going?
1: That has been going great. Uh, this month, August, is actually the first month that we haven't had any conventions. It's been real lack, um, allowing us to catch our breath and really look at what we're doing. Um, but the last three or four shows have been extremely successful for us and they've kind of like kind of stair-stepped up uh, a bigger success than the previous one. Um, the last three have been anime conventions, and I'm, I'm actually surprised at how good we've been doing at anime conventions. Um, but we have uh, Small Press Expo at the, uh, at the like the second week of next month. Very, very excited about that show. I've been trying to get in there for like eight years. Uh, it's a very exclusive club. Uh, we got in there through the lottery, so very much so looking forward to that. Then we have uh, Cartoon Crossroads. Uh, no, actually, we have a uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo. Um, that was a great show for us last year. We did a lot of we did a lot of good numbers, and uh, we sold out of stuff. We ran out of material, so I'm hoping this year that that continues because we're we're going to come back with more books this year. Uh, so I hope we're not limited by that this year. And then um, we close out September with uh, Cartoon Crossroads here in Columbus, Ohio. I'm um, hometown show. Uh, very, very uh, uh, big show dedicated to indie books uh small Press expo is very much so dedicated to indie books uh and cincinnati is a, is a comic book convention um you know there's different types of shows and i'm super excited about these shows because these are book focused um conventions so i'm hoping we can get out there and we, um, we make a press make our presence you know and, and
0: and you can also have uh vigilance
1: walking around telling tony how she wears those colors better <laughs> Hey, uh, and she's she's right now she's scheduled for each one of those shows to appear with us. So uh definitely uh, excited about that. That's awesome.
0: So what kind of uh things do you have go on at your tables during the shows?
1: Oh well sometimes that really depends on the show, but for the most part, like uh I'll take DreamCon for an example. Um got this idea actually from Ted who who is a great uh creator, um super creative guy, I love his content, love his books. And um, we were there with Ted. We were there with Ryan Robinson, and so we decided to do a scavenger hunt amongst our tables. Uh, we took two of our two of what we thought our most popular things were, put them on the on the list, got them printed, and handed them out to people. Um, handed them out to people in the lines, handed them out to people on the convention floor, and uh, basically, if you found each one of these items at our table and asked about them, we check them off, and uh, you get a free item would get something free for completing scavenger hunt. Um, it worked out really great for us because if you whether you finished at Ted's table, at Ryan's table or, or FSK's table, um, you got something for free, but then you would shop around. Um, we were keeping track of it. Um, about uh we had about a let's say we gave around 500 of them out. We had about uh-huh. 150 of them return to us. And I'd say about half of those we actually converted into actual sales. Um, on top of the free item, um, which was great interaction and created great engagement, um, had people asking some had people asking good questions, um, and, you know, and then, and people were generally interest, interested in what was on the scavenger list. They wanted to know what these things were um, that we were talking about. It got them familiar with our product, and uh, uh, it worked out really well. So it's going to be definitely something that we're going to continue to do. Um, I also do uh, what's called the hype uh, line um where before the show uh even opens, people that are waiting to go into the show i would go out there and uh entertain them um by freestyling doing some trivia and free stuff and um uh, just trying to get them to you know uh, remember who we are fsk and then you know i would drive them to come back to my table um i'd give them a ticket and say hey come back to my table to see what we have you would get a free item just for checking us out um and you know we would you know obviously we would talk to them and Try to sell them things, but if they didn't get anything, it didn't matter. They would still get a free item. We just were really trying to get the engagement of people coming over, because yeah. uh, at the end of the day, um, at most of these shows, uh, for the most part, people at conventions don't know who we are unless we uh, unless we open up our mouths and tell them. So that's at a convention. That's my job. That's that's how I see it. Um, it's my job to make people aware of freestyle comics, what it is, what we do. Um, and if you decide to buy something, great. If not, I, I did my gig. You, you know who we are now.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a great way to engage engage with a lot of people like all at once, especially when they hear free. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna spot you and they're going there's that dude's table, let's go check it out.
1: Yes. Yeah, because then you know you get kind of known for doing these things and then people just come back over and say, Hey, what you got going on this week? Normally yeah. we have something popping off or whatnot. Um, but uh, you know. I've done some, you know, I've opened up some portfolio reviews for people looking at their pages and their artwork and things like that. Um, I've done some, you know, live draws at the table, Um, but I do a lot of paneling. I do a lot of panels at shows, uh, talking about different topics and geek conversation and things like that. You know, um, I've done some uh, live area where I've drawn uh, live on stage uh, for people to show them how I make comic pages, how I make sketch cards. Uh, So... I do a lot at shows. Like I said, it depends on what show we're going to and what I'm trying to, what I feel good at at entertaining or what, or whatnot, but um, just, it's, it's always going to be experience if I, if I'm there.
0: You want to, you want to leave, you want to leave the people with with a good memory of, uh, you know, going to that show and, you know, you being memorable. And, uh, and, and, When you go to a show that you're, like, you're not working at, Mm -hmm. just to check out what else might be going on, um, what do you look for in Artist
1: Alley? Um, I'm looking for something that catches my eye. Um, I'm a big fan uh, of comic books and things like that, and comic art in general. So I'm I'm just looking for somebody that's cool, that has a dope style, that 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 has a strong anatomy um great face animations um clever with uh their paneling or clever with their pinup work um uh, very fun engaging colors um just you know just you know whatever catches my you know will draw my eye away Uh, i've been looking at a lot of i've also been trying to find other artists uh in uh, in the anime field uh because we want to do some more stuff that looks like that looks like anime kind of draw more different eyes and get more attention on our on our wares um so but in artist alley i'm just always looking for something that's super epic that's exciting um and you know i always find some good stuff but i don't find many things that make me want to pull the trigger and buy it but at DreamCon, i did i walked past like i i, I walked past 10 tables um and i was like man that's dope but in my head i was like but it's, it's just not there for me to want to purchase it but i really respect what you're doing and i came up on this one young lady and went to her table and saw her work and um i was like give me that give me that i'm done yeah that was it <laughs> I by. her work was her her work was you know she knew how to draw she knew how to color um but it was the idea behind the image uh like uh full she did a full metal alchemist piece i'm a huge full metal fan um but she did ed and out as samurai and i thought that was so dope and it was black and white um oh, nice. it was just a very very dope image um then she did the i, I pronounced this wrong all the time but it's the Kowski from naruto um she oh, yeah. did all of them on a street corner in street clothes like like a gang and it just it was it was just dope it, it was just dope uh she had a great image of hot shot i mean god i wish she had hot shot um, but um, she had a dope image of Naruto and the members of the Hidden Leaf Village, all like standing, battle damage. Uh, but they just got through doing a fight and you knew they from the image that they won over a sunset. Very powerful images. Um, you know, when I saw that, I just like, all right, so what, what kind of oh, and I was looking at her signs, it was like if you buy two, you get one free. I was asking on which ones, and then I was just like, Give me that, that one, and that one, and I you know, it was done. That, that's you know, that's why I'm looking at somebody that makes me um either Wants to immediately buy their work or immediately want their work in
0: yeah i i have that problem too um <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm will and i'm a comic book addict <laughs> <clears throat> and i i sold like uh 14 long boxes at the beginning of the summer And now i need more and since you've got your own youtube channel why don't you tell everybody about uh, some of the shows you do and and stuff you have coming up on there
1: oh yeah 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 um so right now we have the agents of the agent of geekdom um that is a network channel that we have on youtube twitch and it is uh a channel composed of several shows um i have uh (laughs) I'm a part of three of those shows on that network. Um, So on Tuesday nights uh, with uh, young Tony Clapper, uh, we have What the Fig, uh, which is a toy collector show that we do. Um, We talk about collecting toys. We talk about the industry, um, what we like, what we don't like, um, you know, some of our greatest collection stories. Uh, As of recently, we just did a whole interview segment at PowerCon, which was a toy convention, and posted that. Uh, We have a lot of fun with that show. That's on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., Um, then Wednesdays. Uh, my show, uh, Chat and Draw, which is on uh, episode 260 right now. Um, I interview different creatives. Uh, and depending on the creative, I draw their character from the comic book or I draw a cosplayer as an animator. A brand new character we just create live on the show. Uh, asking them questions about their career, what they're doing, and things like that. And, you know, then we get into a lot of geek conversations. I have uh, my co-host on there, Mayu who has joined me for uh, you know uh, a few months ago. She she came onto the show and joined us um, to help me because I get distracted with the drawing sometimes <laughs> when I get into it. Uh, but like I said, we're on episode 260 of that. And that is a show that came out of the pandemic, which kind of started my whole YouTube uh, Twitch streaming journey was uh, chat and draw. And then on Sunday, I do the Geeks Council. And that show is dedicated to all geek conversations. Um, I do that with uh, Adam, Dakota, and Midori. Uh, we're the host on the show, and Tessa is our director running the show in the background um, for us. But we talk about any and everything, keep them on there. We have some pretty heated debates uh, amongst each other and, and with the chat or whatnot. That's on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, but we, all have, we also have the Moana Nui podcast show, which is an amazing show uh, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff with the culture. You know, looking at a lot of work that women are doing in the creative fields uh moana and dan on the damn show right there um, that uh, then we have uh the hotels podcast on saturday which is a great uh comic book creative show where they interview other comic book artists um our comic book creatives and i really love uh, the layout and format that Demi did quick higher in half of that show uh it's very fun on saturday morning uh tony does five star fridays on Friday nights, uh, with Fish, B, uh, Ryan Robinson. Uh, they also talk about a bunch of topics. They normally do themed, um, things uh, for themed conversations that are, are fun to watch them, um, talk about. Uh, I think that covers it all. We, uh, well, we also do uh, Tuesday night clapbacks as well. We have a, a TV show <clears throat> based off of our indie characters, it's a recipe show. Um, with storylines and everything leading to our own version of WrestleMania, um, that's on Tuesday nights. It's really fun. Uh, Tony and Danny <coughs> host that show, like uh, sports announcers. Uh, there's a lot of laughs on that. One. But, uh, entertaining stuff, man. We we try to branch out <clears throat> as much as we can, all in the effort to expand and increase our audience.
0: And it's been exp- it's, it's been expanding since you and I first talked way back a couple of years ago. So you added uh you know you guys added tony in a couple years ago and uh you did your 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 faux uh wwe uh fake beef online that was super fun <laughs> that, was... that was that was hilarious i joined in on the chat smack, smack talk but you know <laughs> what else am i gonna do and that was all tony's idea tony
1: um, being a big wrestler um and then danny cooper uh fed it even more because he's a big wrestling fan as well um they, uh that whole concoction was all uh, themed was all by them um it was just very entertaining and uh i, I loved it because nobody expected tony to be at uh <laughs> to show up with the built and stuff and that, that was a great way to announce him being part of the team it's like look how
0: big tony's here for dinner <laughs> <laughs> I busted his chops the other night. He posted up. Uh, he was he was barbecuing, and he had like two whole racks of chicken. I'm like, man, that's why there's no pigeons around your house. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we then we got into it about Star Wars.
1: <clears throat> Sounds about right. Yeah, it's about right.
0: So, uh, do you have an estimate for your next uh, book launch for people to uh, keep an eye on? It? fsk
1: uh, yeah uh hospice is going to launch uh september 19th um and we like i said we are also launching with five other studios so they will be launching um all those launches will be happening in september um it's like twice two every two weeks i believe or whatnot but we will be setting up the launch camp the, the specific dates but as far as fsk's portion of the book that will be launching september 19th it will run for two weeks um, and then obviously we're going to get that all processed and done. And then um, and that's uh, September. And then October, we're going to um, launch the Vigilance Kickstarter for Volume 1, Trade 1. Um, and then November, we're going to do the Hot Shot uh, Kickstarter um, to wrap out and close out everything. And we'll, we'll be done for the year after that. Um, and then January, come come back fresh with either Emerald Quest or Five Star. Um, Sorry,
0: very good. Just just a little busy, Mike. Just a little busy. Just, just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. And uh, I want to thank you for coming on and getting us caught up on uh, everything in the FSK world. Uh, the big to-do with uh, Travis <laughs> helping to undertake another ginormous project with multiple people. Nice. I, I, I think after the Oz thing, he was just hooked, and that's all he wanted to do.
1: I I, I agree. I think he absolutely was. He just he does not want to stop it now. He, he's loved the intermingling. Uh, he's loved all the creative uh, creative chefs in the kitchen. Uh, it's a lot of vibes. So. Yeah, it, it's like he's
0: turned into the Jeff Johns of indie comics. Mm, mm. I can't work on anything that's not at least a dozen issues. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah yeah because yeah, this one's half a dozen so yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it it it
0: sounds it sounds awesome uh the uh the the horror set with you know in the mix with all these other people uh sounds very cool and uh, there's so much stuff going on uh where do you like people to follow you
1: oh yeah everybody can follow me on all social media As most epic art on all social media of course, please visit our website at fsknow.com um, for all our com- current comic books and all of our merch and things like that. Um, and then FSK Go is our Kickstarter website uh, our, for our Kickstarters. And uh, we'll have that new move, uh switch over um, to the new campaign here very shortly. Awesome.
0: I'll make sure to put the FSK Now into the description when it goes up on the podcast platform tonight. Uh, we're also... We can also be followed over on Minds, Odyssey, and Rumble. And I'll make sure those that both both sites are in the description on all three of those channels.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome.
0: Thanks for uh, coming on and uh, working out the time. I know you're super busy.
1: No, I appreciate your patience, man. I definitely dropped uh, a few of those passes you sent me. And I apologize for that, but I definitely appreciate your patience and allowing me to get on the show and talk. Oh yeah, no, no worries.
0: I mean, it's, it's only preseason football, so we're good. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, just let me know if you got anything going on during a during a live campaign. I'd love to have you guys, you know, come on and uh, chat up about it.
1: Yeah, actually, I would. Uh, I'd like to get the creative team of Hospice on here and talk to you. Oh sure. Awesome. Just hit me up and uh, we'll get it done. Sounds good, man. Thank you again. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, no worries. Always good to talk to you, my friend. And we'll catch everybody uh, tomorrow where I have another show. I I almost feel like I'm working for for FSK. I'm busy, busy, busy. (laughs) Almost. I said almost.